Support for the Ham Radio Guy podcast is provided by Club Gear Online. They offer a unique selection of customizable items, including graphic design services and amateur radio apparel. They are the go-to company for our club, and anytime I'm looking for a new ham radio shirt, I head over to clubgearonline.com to see the latest designs. Enter the coupon code PODCAST at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. Check them out at clubgearonline.com. This week, we bring you the latest on Huntsville Ham Fest, ARRL News, and we have a special guest, Audrey McElroy. Find out who she is and much more. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Ham Radio Guide. If you like this podcast, hit that subscribe button and follow me on Twitter. I'm your host, Marvin W0MET. On our show today, we uh, have this year's award winner for the Young Ham of the Year 2022. The Young Ham of the Year Award uh, was inaugurated by William Pasternak, uh, WA6ITF, in 1986. And upon his passing in 2015, Bill's name was added to the award as a memorial to his commitment in recognizing the accomplishments of young people to the amateur radio service. Uh, today, we welcome Audrey McElroy, KM4BUN, to the program. Good morning, Audrey. Hi there. Happy to be here. Thank you for calling in, and uh, appreciate you having uh, some taking some time out of your day to be with us this morning on this Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you've been awarded the Young Ham of the Year Award, uh, which will mm-hmm. be presented uh, in two, just two weeks from today uh, down in Huntsville, Alabama, at the Huntsville Ham Fest. Um, so let's start off a little bit in the back here. Uh, how did you get notified that you had won the award this year? That's a great question. So uh, at the time, I was still finishing up my summer semester at Georgia Tech and uh, got a phone call when I was working on some sort of homework. And uh, I picked it up and, you know, I was told, oh, yeah, this is going to be an interview. And I'm like, oh, OK, it's not that big of a deal. And so he just started to interview me like I was one of the finalists and that, you know, he wanted to know a little bit more about me. And probably about 15 or 20 minutes in, he's like, oh, my gosh. So what if I told you that you were the Young Ham of the Year? And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm sure you can hear on the um, on the recording me being like, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, Mark Abramovitz was like, yeah, so you are the Young Ham of the Year. And it was a whole, wasn't really an interview. It was more of just, well, an interview for the article that was about to go out. So that was very exciting. That is very exciting. That's very cool. Uh, what a neat way to uh, now to uh, show you that you had won that award. Um, mm-hmm. Did any particular group or person nominate you for that award this year? Yes. So I originally um, was not going to apply, but I was uh, told by Neil Rapp, who works with Yoda Region 2. Absolutely. And who I have done a lot of work with. He was like, no, you should apply. You should apply. And so he was the one who really pushed me to do it. And he put in the official nomination form on his end. And so, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't without him, if, you know, wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have applied. So, but yeah. Yeah. Neil does a lot of great work with the uh, young hams and amateurs uh, throughout the country. So uh, Mm -hmm. for sure. Some of the criteria I was looking at for the young ham of the year uh, award is basically being under 18 years of age and, Mm -hmm. uh, having some significant contribution and addition uh, to ham radio. 
Um, what are some of the um, things, the accomplishments that you've done throughout uh, your amateur radio experience um, to kind of make this happen? Yeah, so uh, probably about four four years ago, we really started, oh, I really started getting involved in um, some more interesting aspects of amateur radio. Up to that point, it was more of like, you know, casual contesting, field day, stuff like that. But um, started to get more interested into how to shoot balloons and uh, satellite communications. And so I started to get into that. And um, I was invited by Carol Perry to do some presentations with her when I met her at Huntsville a few years ago now. And uh, I started to do presentations about that. But I also started to get involved in talking about how to bring more women in STEM. And personally, as a woman who is going into a very heavy STEM field, um, I wanted to see more women get involved in that. And so my presentations were based on bringing more women in STEM via amateur radio. And so I talked about that a lot and did a lot of outreach. Um, I work with the YLRL, Young Ladies Radio League, and I did some outreach uh, internationally with some with the Girl Scout group in Manila, Philippines. And um, I also started to do work with some local elementary schools. And so bringing STEM into the classroom, you know, launching some little balloons and stuff like that. And so I think my overall goal has been bringing amateur radio to the youth and to the women and, you know, making the world more knowledgeable about amateur radio and how fun it could be. Absolutely. We, we enjoy having our, uh, as we call them in amateur radio, YLs, young ladies mm -hmm. always, uh, whether you're uh, 18 or, or, or 80, yeah. we always still call you YL. And yep. uh, it's it's good to always have them out there, and and I certainly encourage uh, the ladies in the area to uh, that are part of our club. Uh, my wife being one of them that just got her license this year uh, after uh, about twenty years plus of marriage, uh, I was able to convince her to go get her license, and she did that. So, and she works in, mm -hmm. and of course, uh, I want to step back just a second. Uh, some people may not know what STEM is, and that's obviously science, technology, engine, engineering and math, uh, for those who are kind of wondering what maybe STEM is, that we're listening. And, um, you know, she certainly works in the science field and, and uh, technology stuff and a little bit of engineering as well. And I think she has some math also involved in what she does as a research scientist. So, uh, but she was, uh, you know, she was happy to get that license as well when she did get it. So, uh, it, and I continue to encourage women to do amateur radio. And it, it is a, definitely a male-heavy uh, dominated field. Mm -hmm. but uh, some women do some phenomenal things uh, in this uh, field, uh, sounds like which you have done as well. Um, you've had also an opportunity to do uh, a de-expedition uh, at some point here. I don't see exactly in your bio a little bit when that was. Uh, kind of how, at such a young age, did you get uh, invited to go on that de-expedition, and how was that uh, from your perspective? Yeah, so that was back in July 2019, and that is the uh, Dave Coulter Youth Memorial DX Adventure, sponsored by the uh, Dave's Amateur Radio Association. Um, it's a great opportunity for any youth interested in amateur radio. It's only for youth, so um, it's usually a team of anywhere from three to four youth and um, some sort of parent or guardian. And uh, in that July 2019, we went down to the island of Curacao, which is just off the coast of Venezuela. And uh, we had the opportunity to work uh, at the PJ2T station, which is, in my opinion, probably the nicest radio station I've ever been able to work at. And um, we were able to, it was me and my brother, Jack, came for ZIA. 
and uh, Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, who's also an amazing contester. Um, we went down there and we were able to make a ton of contacts. I think over 6,500, which yes. was a uh, record breaking at the time. And um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And so I would encourage any youth who are interested in amateur radio to definitely apply. Uh, is that, will they take anybody kind of across the board that applies for that uh, every year? And they, do, and they continue to do this Dave Coulter of the expedition still? Yeah, they just did one. Um, this was the first one they were able to do since my uh, my DX adventure, yeah, just COVID because of COVID. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, anybody, any kid, I think if you have, you need a little bit of contesting experience, you need a little bit of um, knowledge on how to work with some logging software and um, just how to work some radios. But, you know, you do not need to be a super-duper experienced contester. Um, there will be... Um, a lot of people there to help you out, and so it's a great, great learning experience. Yeah, that is a phenomenal uh, adventure that uh, young uh, amateurs can get into and, and experience. I'm sure that was uh, uh, very good for you to uh, to have that behind you, you know, as well. So mm -hmm. uh, the other thing was um, kind of, you know, how did you get started in amateur radio? Yeah, so uh, my father was uh, licensed many years for, before I was, obviously. I was very young. And um, the main thing for my parents was, especially my mom, was seeing 9-11 uh, happen. My mom grew up just down there in that same area of New York, and uh, it was uh, very impactful for her. And so she saw what happened. She saw how the communications went down, and she said that she had to get licensed. And so she did. My mom has a tech license and my dad has an extra license. And so when I was little, I was out there with my dad, um, helping him a lot, you know, in the hot Georgia heat, which is so much fun when, <laughs> you know, it's July and you have to run coax out to the backyard and do pulleys to put up antennas and it's a whole thing. But, um, yeah, so I got involved in that pretty young and, um, I got interested. I was interested in the contesting and I thought that was a lot of fun. But um, it was really mainly maybe four or five years ago where I started to take in a different direction where I started to get really interested with amateur radio in terms of uh, altitude ballooning and stuff like that. And are you an extra today? Yes. And um, so um, how many years have you been an extra at this point? Because you're just 18, is that correct? I just turned 19, 19 like last okay. week. Oh, happy <laughs> birthday. Belated. So. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I remember I passed my extra test on the night of the 2016 presidential election. So, wow, it's been that long. Oh, good. Uh, that's awesome. I, I did achieve my general and extra in the last two years myself. I was a technician level for the longest time, and mm -hmm. it has been such a blast to be able to uh, have the opportunity to have the extra bandwidth uh, to yeah. play in the general and extra areas. And, and I really, truly enjoy uh, HF and and doing a lot of portable uh, parks on the air uh, has just been uh, my absolute blast of HF uh, world, going out there and trying different parks and stuff. And do you get out and uh, do much, uh, you know, portable operations? Uh, I did a couple years ago. We uh, we live right next to a mountain, Sawney Mountain, and we did a little bit of uh, Sawney Mountain's like kind of a big hill, I guess, for people who are used to, you know, 
the rest of the country. But um, yeah, we did a little bit of that, but we're actually just now getting back into it. My brother's really interested. He loves hiking. And so he's very interested in soda. And, soda, and uh, so he's planning out all these trips, uh, drive north up a little farther up the Appalachian Mountains. And uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll have a blast with that. I, like I said, it's parks in the air is my thing and it, it's a ton of fun. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, we're into, you know, early August here and I'm, yeah. Sounds like uh, you have um, just graduated the Forsyth Central High School, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be moving into college this fall. And uh, kind of, what are your plans for going into school and and with STEM and and a, a career from here? Yeah, so yeah, I graduated back in May. Um, I started summer studies a little early, earlier than some of the fall kids at Georgia Tech. So I was uh, moved into a dorm for about five weeks and I was starting some classes, but I just moved back out, but I'll be moving in next week. So <laughs> very quick turnaround time, Absolutely. but um, yeah, so I'll be starting um, fall at Georgia Tech majoring in computer engineering, um, which is a great, I think, marriage of electrical engineering and a little bit of computer science. Um, so I'm very excited. Um, Georgia Tech not only is a great institution for engineering here in the South and throughout the world, but also they have a great radio station, W4AQL, um, always ranks in the tops for any contests done. And um, so I will be getting involved with them more in the fall. And uh, yeah, it'll be very exciting. I plan to continue, you know, what I've done with amateur radio, but at the collegiate level. So you're a very busy uh, young lady uh, at this point, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, um I um, I think that's all we have uh, today. I appreciate you taking some of your time to spend some time with us uh, this morning, and thank you for being on the program. And we do look forward to seeing you uh, getting the award at the Huntsville Ham Fest on Saturday, mm-hmm. August 20th, uh, 2022, at the Von Braun Center. So uh, if you uh, are going to be in Huntsville, uh, for anyone listening out there, um, you know, uh, you're going to be in Huntsville for the Ham Fest. Uh, stop in and see uh, Audrey as she will be around and congratulate her on the Young Ham of the Year Award uh, being the winner of that. So uh, have a great day. Enjoy. And, uh, again, thank you for being on the program this morning. Thank you for having me. I look forward to it. I'll see everyone in Huntsville. Absolutely. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. And with that, um we are just two weeks a week for the date of this podcast, and we will be in Huntsville for that Friendliest Ham Fest, uh, the Ham Fest that started all the way back in 1954. It was originally um, held in Decatur, Alabama, and in 1980, it moved to the Von Braun Center, which had just opened. It has now grown over to 80, over 80,000 square feet, and uh, I'd say today, uh, going out on a limb, that it's the third largest ham fest in the country. Uh, this ham fest continues to grow and, and get better every year. Uh, it has all indoor booths, which are all sold out, and, and including all the boneyard tables or uh, the flea market. Um, this is all an indoor, and, and air con- yes, it's air-conditioned for this time of year for those who live in the south here. Uh, we can certainly appreciate that. And they have thousands of dollars of prizes to give away, so you still time to get your ticket. And uh, again, uh, as Audrey said, uh, we hope to uh, see you all there in Huntsville. And from the news desk, the Young Amateurs Radio Club will host their first inaugural youth-organized special event 
from September 1st through the 15th, 2022, using the call sign WY4RC. This event is known as Work to All Zones, and operators will be activating the WY4RC stations from all 10 U.S. call zones. The different awards are available for youth operators who activate a station and for those who contact at least six WY4RC stations. Any amateur that is, you know, uh, interested in operating during the event can find the rules and additional information at the Young Amateurs Radio Club website. And this organization was originally founded back in uh, 2017, and it is an international amateur radio club uh, with a focus on promoting adoption and innovation in amateur radio among young people. And other news uh, coming from Kentucky with the recent uh, devastating floods that we have all heard on the news. Um, the American Red Cross and Aries in the area have gathered together, and there are over 400 disaster workers on the ground, as well as dozens more in other locations. They have provided items such as shelter, meals, and other forms of support. And the Red Cross is working along with state and municipal partners, uh, including the Amateur Radio Emergency Service of Kentucky. The AWRL Director of Emergency Management, Josh Johnston, KE5MHV, was in touch with the American Red Cross personnel in the affected area and said ham radio volunteers were supporting Red Cross damage assessment teams with radio communications. It is a rural and mountainous terrain of the affected area, which adds to the more difficult situation. So radio communications have been very vital uh, with uh, Aries amateur radio operators. Uh, Aries groups from Ohio and Virginia have also been in touch with hams in the affected areas and have been on standby, ready to respond if needed. And my one last tidbit of news here, uh, NASA astronaut, and I'll assume I spell this or pronounce this uh, correctly, Kajel Lindgren, K-O-5-M-O-S, who is on the International Space Station, describes his, describes his amateur radio contact with an eight-year-old Isabella from Kent, UK as his favorite so far. And in other upcoming news and events, September 2nd through the 14th, the Shelby, North Carolina uh, Ham Fest uh, will be holding the uh, section convention. And in September 17th through 18th, the QSO Today Virtual Ham Expo, which is an online event, uh, and AWRL is a QSO Today partner will be uh, going on again during September 17th to the 18th. Visit the AWRL website to search the database for the AWRL Hamfest and other conventions to find events in your local area. And August 6th to the 7th, the North American uh, QSO Party is CW, and it will be the North American QSO Party again on single sideband August 20th to 21st, the same weekend as Huntsville Hamfest. And something that I forgot to mention earlier is that there'll be quite a few people working in the nearby park, doing some parks on the air at the Huntsville Ham Fest. And so uh, if you're looking for a contact in Alabama uh, in, near Huntsville, there'll be plenty of us, of us down there uh, operating uh, during that time. So uh, feel free to reach out to us and uh, all the hunters that are usually out there for POTA. Again, search the contest calendar at for more information on this contest calendar. Well, that brings this show to a close this week, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you will submit that subscribe button 
and share with friends. And I hope that you learned something as well this weekend that will help you in your ham radio operations. As always, this is your ham radio buddy in the chair and on the air, the ham radio guy. I say 73, Marvin W0MET.